A word for today, Lions Down's daily podcast to help you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. Nothing could matter more. This isn't to replace your personal Bible reading and prayer, but rather encourage and help you in it. The written word of God is the Christian's lifeline. And this week's studies in A Word for Today, I pray, will provide a stronger grip, if you're a Christian uh, listening to this, on that invaluable and most precious of things, the written Word of God. It was uh, sometimes said that the correct solution to a theoretical tactical problem in the military was the opinion of the senior officer present. And uh, if you think that's uh, just peculiar to the military, of course, you will know that people laugh loudest when the boss uh, makes the joke. And that, although trivial in itself, underpins a condition uh, of human thinking, uh, a preconception that lies beneath our thinking processes. And uh, to deal with that will help us with our hold on that lifeline the Word of God. It's a bit like a riptide. I don't know if you've ever been to a beach where there's a riptide. I went to one uh, once and there was a strong warning and I know somebody who was once caught in a riptide and what happens is that the body of water in which you're swimming carries you out and you suddenly notice that you're getting further and further from the shore. However hard you swim, you're just being carried out to sea and it is a very frightening thing to happen. And that uh, riptide illustrates exactly a, a corrupting preconception, a preconception, uh, a presupposition that inhabits our natural thinking processes. And that is our views of the speaker. The status of a person holding a view or presenting a view is something that influences our understanding of that view. So I pray that this will help us uh, in getting a tighter hold on the Word of God. It's Monday the 8th of February and we're going to return to 2 Peter chapter 2. We've so far seen in 2 Peter that his last will and testament is that the people of God would have a faith that reflects their inner hearts, a heart commitment to the virtue of God, the goodness of God. And uh, that heart commitment will mean that a real faith will lead to effective and fruitful discipleship. It will lead to real Christians. And he taught us in the second half of chapter 1, didn't he, that the kindler of our hearts is the written word of God. Something more sure even than the occasion when Peter himself heard God the Father speaking down from heaven before a transfigured Jesus. The written word of God is more sure than that. So it's no surprise to learn that Satan's greatest concern is to disrupt the credibility and corrupt the understanding of the written word of God. And that's why Peter writes so much of his letter. I think it's a bit more than half on the topic of false teachers. And that's what all of chapter 2 is dealing with. We saw that false teachers are the top of the list of every warning given by Jesus, given by Paul, given by Peter, it's what the Bible presents as a theme running right the way through the Old Testament and the New Testament. They are the greatest danger to God's people. And Peter has told us in chapter 2 that they are within the church as those who are not what they appear to be. Remember, false teacher doesn't describe <clears throat> false teaching. 
He describes the person themselves. They are not what they appear to be. They are pretending to be something they are not, which means that everything that comes from them is designed to help the other side. And uh, they operate by deceit, by smuggling in opinions that pander to uh, corrupt human nature, that ruthlessly exploit the vulnerable, that seek to advance themselves and blaspheme the gospel. And their destiny is destruction. We're going to start to read again from 2 Peter chapter 2 and verse 9. Then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly from trials and to keep the unrighteous under punishment until the day of judgment. Now what this verse showed us was that in this situation, God is not asleep. God is awake and active. And his judgment is very terrible. He is keeping, in the words of verse 9, the unrighteous, that is to say those who are not in relationship with God through the means God has provided, Jesus Christ, they are not justified, they have not been cleansed and reconciled to God, they are unrighteous, and God keeps them, it's a description of false teachers, of course, in the context, God keeps them under punishment, he holds them under punishment. And that is his judgment upon them, and what a horrific judgment it is. Depraved in mind, the Bible teaches us elsewhere, and deprived of the truth, they are held in that condition, deteriorating condition, in order that they might face judgment on the day of judgment. And at the same time as carrying out that uh, terrible act, <clears throat> God himself is rescuing the godly from trials, and the godly are those we saw last week who live out the gospel, who have a faith that is not just academic, but is lived out in their lives. They are those who are uh, rightly reconciled to God. They are righteous. They have received and trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ, the cross of Christ, the means God has provided for us to enter his family. They are witnessing uh, to the gospel and they are living it out in their lives. So those two things are going on right now in the situation we're in. God is keeping the unrighteous under punishment, and he is rescuing the godly from trials. And by the way, you remember we saw last week that to rescue doesn't mean to uh, save people from the experience of trials, but rather to hold them safe within those trials, to keep them trusting, to keep them faithful, so that they don't fall away, and particularly not fall under the influence and leading of false teachers. And now we're going to see more about false teachers, and we will start on that uh, tomorrow with verse 10. Do please join me again tomorrow. Loving Heavenly Father, thank you so much for um, Peter's passion to warn the church. What a loving warning this is, and what a serious warning it is about false teachers. Please, would you give us hearts to not just understand, but to receive and believe and trust in this teaching. Please help us, for we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. A word for today, helping you abide in Jesus by seeing to it that his word abides in you. This podcast was brought to you by Lionsdown at lionsdown.org.